There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to Table Manners. I'm Jessie Ware and I'm here with my mum and we are sat in central London, Soho. Yeah. Bit empty, darling, I have to say. What, Soho? Yeah, not many people about. So they have now taken over half the road for tables for restaurants. Oh, that's good. I'm trying to find a spot to... It's been a bit chilly, hasn't it? It's yeah. kind of gone from being really boiling to windy, and I'm going camping What do you mean, tomorrow. when did it go from? It's not been warm at all Mom, it yet. it has been warm. We had two days that were warm, just. Okay, well, now it has dropped, and I am going camping tomorrow, which is slightly worrying. But yeah. don't worry, I have a very nice box that I've Well, organized. when you've got over the... the like I've got a, a Rick, Rick Stein lobster box coming, don't worry about it. So oh, well, even it, if well, I'm... <laughs> It like, even if it, if it doesn't blow away. It won't go off, will it? It'll be refrigerated. <laughs> oh, but I'm telling you something, if the cold doesn't get you, the wind and rain will. Can you stop tapping like you're a politician? Sorry. Mum, not only were you just tapping the table, yesterday when I came round for lunch, you've decided to shove me when I'm not looking you in your that, direction. You so you go me, like that. You don't give me Two enough fingers attention. on my arm that's been injected this week. I, it was a salt. What were you injected for? Oh, anti-D for pregnancy. Oh, God. Um, but anyway, so uh, we are in central London. Yeah. Enough about us and mum yeah. poking me and abusing me. Yeah. This is probably... Probably the biggest... The biggest? The biggest guest. Most international, global superstar. Look, we've had Dolly. In the whole world. We've had Tom Jones. Yeah. We've had Ed Sheeran. We've had Kylie. Yeah. But this one is a whopper. A big one. We've got Sir Paul McCartney on this episode with his daughter, Mary McCartney. It's so exciting. And more excitingly, we're going to be talking about vegetarian food all the time. I, do you know, I have to say, mm. I've read the cookbook... Mm. And it's a really good cookbook that works. Well, no, I mean, we'll talk about this. It really, really is good. It's not daunting. It doesn't frighten you. It's got normal ingredients and it really works. So to celebrate the new book that's coming out, Linda McCartney's Family Kitchen, which is made by Linda, Paul, Stella and Mary, we've done some recipes from that. Which actually was probably, you probably preferred that, right, Mum? Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I felt comfortable making chilli con carne. So we've, yeah, we've made it. And it a... wasn't too far away from what I normally use. But what I've discovered is Linda's mints. Because I found it very hard to find good mint substitutes. And this is fantastic. Well, I think it's new out anyway. So... It's the texture and everything's really nice. So basically, we've got a vegan chilli coming with Mum's yeah. onion rice minus the chicken stock. You've done yeah. a veggie, veggie stock. stock. And we've got a salad and some avocado and cheese is optional. Yeah. I shall be putting cheese on mine. But I've also made... What? 
coconut squares. Oh, and that's a Linda recipe. That's Can a Linda. Can you take your phone off? We're about to meet a sir. Okay. A beetle. Oh, it's eBay saying there's 20% off. <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Um, so I've made these. Do you want to try one now? I do, but I think I should probably wait. We've got them coming in a minute. It's a bit weird. We're kind of, we're waiting for them. And we're in their house or their office. Their office, darling. And we're at a big conference table. Yeah. So it's pretty you fabulous. won't be allowed to kiss Paul McCartney today, Mum, because you won't be able to get near him. Do you know how much, how long I've longed to be near Paul McCartney mm. since Listen, I was 15, darling? You can thank me later, Mum, for just making this shit happen. Yep. Yeah. I'm just looking. This is your life now, Mum. This is yeah. it. Just, you know, cooking for a beetle. So actually, I was 13 when this came out. My fa- Probably my favourite song... Well, my very favourite song is And I Love Get Her. this all out now because we're not going yeah, through. I'm going like... to Hard Day's Night. I love the album Hard Day's Night. Okay. And I love the song And I Love Her. It was one of my favourite Beatles songs. And how old were you? 13? 13. So it came what out in 1964. I was born in 1951, darling. Oh, wow. God, I didn't realise. It's a long time yeah. ago. Um, so, yeah, Sir Paul McCartney and Mary McCartney coming up on Table Manners. Yeah. Cheers. Well, cheers, Lenny. Cheers, yeah, cheers. Cheers, cheers. cheers. Thank you for having cheers, us. Darling. Cheers, Hi. cheers, cheers. Cheers. Hi. And thank you for inviting us and letting uh, us yeah. have that lovely cookbook. Thank you for having us in your office. Mm. We're going to have some lunch in a bit. Mum's already opened the bubbly. Yep. Didn't, <laughs> didn't take much. <laughs> you just no. needed Mary to enable yeah. it. So. Um, how are you? Good, thank you. Very well. Very good. Very happy to be here doing this. Mary's I love this good. podcast. Oh, you're so sweet. Mary, you've Do got a new puppy. You? I've got a new puppy. How yeah. old? I'm, I'm sleep deprived. He's 11 weeks. He's from Battersea Dogs Home and he is a little ridiculous fluff ball. What have you called Very him? Very cute. Murphy. Oh, that's a great Murphy. name. Murphy. name I could get all of, um, all of the kids and my husband to agree on. It was like... The last dog was called Paddy. <laughs> oh, so it's oh, like a little Irish like the theme Irish going. Thing. I like it. Yeah. Our, our Irish heritage. I know, that's right. Oh, McCartney, of course. McCartney. So, so From the Emerald Oil. I've just got to tell you. You've got, yes, go on. That I've loved you for a very long time. Never heard that. Are you that looking before. at me? Yeah, <laughs> looking at you, Paul. I loved you. I stood outside Granada Studios and screamed, Julie, when you just went in in a car. Oh, just let her get this out. And I then went we'll talk to, about I it. saw yeah. you perform, I think, at the Ardwick Apollo in Manchester. Oh, yeah. And right. you came to my university when I was on the events com. And you gave us two hours' notice and you came with wings with your mum. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you came to Birmingham yeah. University yeah. and I had to ring as many of my friends as possible because you gave us such short notice. Yeah. Not sure why. Do you know what happened? What? They rented a U-Haul truck. I saw a picture of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could tell this story. No, it was a U-Haul truck and we all got in and they were, like, going back to basics because it was after... Because I'm forgetting, out. I'm saying I we all got in. You were a little baby. She was a little baby. The other day, and they yeah. just drove, did a road trip, and you would you say two hours notice because you would go to the car park and then you'd go in and say, do you want us to play a gig tonight? We just show up at places, universities, because we figured there'd be yeah. captive audience. We just show up. 
And we say, uh, hello there, there's Paul McCartney here. Would you like us to play? We thought you know. it was a prank at first. We yeah. thought, no, it's not Paul McCartney. And then it was. And, and it was so exciting. Game. It was 50p on the door. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was reasonable. Yeah. So was this when <laughs> Wings was just kind of... It was yeah, at the very, started, very yeah. beginning of Wings, yeah. And we just needed to get a little bit of road practice. So that's what was the madcap idea. And we just went up the motorway north. And if we saw a place we liked, we'd sort of ask around, has he got a university here? And then the student's union guy would come out because he didn't believe <laughs> it. His mouth open. Come out to our van and like, slide the window open. Hello, Paul McCartney. That's how I talk normally. <laughs> and those must have been the first gigs that Mum had ever played in her life. Yeah. I think it yeah. was one of the first ones. They were. So she did a lot of percussion. Yeah. And Good on a tambourine. Yeah, on a tambourine, mm. and she looked gorgeous, and yeah. we were all fascinated by it. So what yeah. was it like for but you, I love Mary? That Lenny, you were there. Right. You were there. I was absolutely there. The it must have been, cool. I think it was my second year, 1972. Yeah. Not That's my right. third year. Yeah, yeah, I would have been three. Do you remember touring <laughs> in those early days? What's yeah. like your Like, what's your memory of that, Mary? Just, I mean, meeting, it's sort of like a family atmosphere. We all just went along. So it was just, we'd follow around, seeing lots of music, going, like, wandering around. All the crew, I think, are my biggest memories, like playing around mm. with the crew and the mm. roadies. And, you know, they all became family. Like Mike yeah. Wally at the travel agent is still Uncle Mike to this day, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it was very disorganised, but we just wanted to just go out and just sort of find a gig and do it. Um, but it it did mean it was crazy. We'd often show up at the place and they'd say, yeah, you can play tomorrow. So we'd have to find a hotel. There was nothing booked. I mean, it was insane. Did you do it was that? the 70s, did dude. You, um, Dad, did you do that to avoid press knowing about it or did you just do it because you were That's like, the impression we got. I think the, that, there was a so bit no of that. Pressure. Yeah, I think there was a bit of that. Um, but also it's because we didn't know what we were doing. Did the gigs go well? Yeah. They did. They went very well. <laughs> Unfortunately, we only knew 11 tunes. So that's, that can go pretty quickly when you're excited. But we used now to repeat a couple. Now that's probably a normal gig. Fair repeat, enough, yeah. Repeat a couple and we said, we've had a request <laughs> to do Lucille. Yeah, I know we did it early, but it's Yeah, Lucille was a high spot, yeah. Yeah, Lucille. Yeah, little Richard Lucille. Uh, it was great, I must say. And I, I think it was a good idea because it kind of, um, you know, the alternative for me was to just get a big famous group of people and just carry on at the level the Beatles were on. Mm. But I kind of like the idea of going back to square one and just building it all up again. So that was what we did. It must it have been was, really satisfying. It, it was fun, yeah. It was, fun. it was quite hair-raising sometimes, mm. you know. You'd find like the worst B and B in town to stay with all these kids. <laughs> and, oh my god! Yeah, it was an adventure, was adventurous an adventure. childhood for Did me. You think it was the, the, Mary's friends say it was she was in a hippie commune. Yeah, they called, one of my friends used to call me peace convoy child because you see sort of the, you'd see the pictures of me dressed in like dungarees with food around my mouth and little plaits in my hair and like mm. pull back onto the farm in Scotland and they were mm. like really. <laughs> it was just a kind of very sort of crazy period because I'd left the Beatles and I just wanted to be sort of very free. So we just did all the things we'd never done, you know. 
So it's a good just... idea though, because it wasn't. It was so different. It wasn't like yeah. retracing. And the, right. Yeah. And then Wings ended up in like seventy-five, seventy-six, doing huge stadiums. So yeah, it, uh, yeah, it, it came round eventually. Yeah, seventy-six America was was big, but I wouldn't do any Beatles songs and promoters would sort of say, "Ah, oh, go on, do a Beatles song," you know. I say, "Nope, nope, this is post Beatles. We're doing Wings or Little Richard or whatever," you know. Uh, it was only when I was I felt confident enough that we'd now built a new thing, and it wasn't all just gonna rely on the Beatles, that I started doing Beatles songs, which of course were the hits. So it's the only you, ones they wanted to hear, Beatles really. Would you do Beatles songs now? If when you yeah. tour next time, you'll do Beatles songs? Yeah, I do Beatles songs, yeah. Because, I, I, you know, over the years, you get very comfortable with it. Um, so the, you're talking the 70s, and now I'm completely comfortable with it, and I often say to the audience, you know, we know what you like. I say, because when we do a Beatles song, the whole place lights up with your phones like a galaxy of stars. Um. I say, I know you're all listening. So when we do one of our new songs, it's like a black hole. <laughs> but except, except when you do wing songs like Live and Let Die. That's, that's true. Yeah. 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 true. I mean, it was exaggerating, then, but yeah. it's... It, it's uh, I actually had a go at him on the last tour because you were like, it's like Live and Let Die, it's like pyrotechnics, and the pyrotechnics guy's called Shaky, which I love, yeah. <laughs> and there all these explosions going, it's like Live and Let Die. And then suddenly Dad felt like around the piano, he had to have like flaming fire balls going yeah, around front yeah, and back yeah. and I'm and the explosions front and back and I'm like dad really like do you have to like do that to yourself can you he's like but the audience love it like, but well, they can only just one... have the, ex the pyrotechnics yeah I mean we only do one spectacular pyro number in the whole show the rest is pretty straight you know so uh, we thought we'd give it all we've got but the flames I'm like I can even flames feel are them. hot yeah, I'm like, Very please, Sometimes you feel the back of your neck get warm. <laughs> I'm like begging you, him. You but smell I, a singeing. Do you worry about I feel him? like when I asked yeah. you, I was like, Dad, please, not with the singeing fire flames. I'm sure the next time you had them front and back and they were just in the front. It's like, if you tell him not to do something, it's like, let's add more of them next time. But so, so what's it like when you're not playing stadiums and you're not in a tour bus um, and back at home, all of you on the farm, were you living on the farm, like, mm -hmm. all together? Like, what was the dinner table? Who who was cooking? I presume it was Linda. Linda, yeah. And what was, like, one of those memorable meals for both of you? Ooh, well, um, we got lots. Chef, mum's big... Um, well, mum was American, so it was lots of big, like, salads, big, like, chef salads. Yeah. Um, lots of it's all vegetarian. Was she always veggie? When you met her, was she a veg no. veggie? No, when we, when we first met... You should tell the story of how you got became yeah, veggie. Yeah, when we first met, um, the Beatles thing had, had broken up, so it was pretty, you know, difficult with business meetings and things, all the kind of things you didn't want. So we kind of escaped to Scotland, and... Um, we just lived there, and we were, Mary was little, and uh, her elder sister, Heather, was um, six or so, six or so. And uh, we, just, we just went and lived up there and improvised. So we were, one day, we, we weren't veggie at that time, so one day we were just eating uh, Sunday 
lunch and it was lambing season. So we saw all these and lambs. And had lambs on the farm? Yeah, and the lambs on the farm, they're all gambling. And, they, and what they do is they run from one end of the field, it's like to the other. And it's as if one of them says, let's go back. Yeah. And they all go, so it's like just feeling spring and their, their new lives. And we looked down and we were eating leg of lamb. And we went, oh, okay, yeah, wait a minute. Maybe we should do something about this. And that's the moment we went veggie. But uh, Was it tough at the beginning to like change your... Were you a big meat eater before that? Not really. Right, no, okay. but I mean, but I yeah, traditional. And you know, I brought up cook. traditional British cooking. Um, mum so, was yeah. a great cook. And also you and mum, because then you guys sat us down and said... We've decided we'd like to. We're gonna. Be, we're not gonna eat meat anymore. And you're like, you know, it's your decision when you're outside of home. But we're not gonna cook it at home anymore. Mm. And so you were great, Mum. There were lots of conversation about food growing up, and mm. that gap on the plate. Dad was like, "What are we gonna have instead?" So we debate and talk about it. So mm. I think that's why we've become such advocates for yeah. doing Mum's food brand and doing the cookbooks and things and Meat Free Monday is a way of, because not everybody yes, does. I didn't like if you somebody set that, you yeah, guys set well, that up. Well, because of like, that very reason, because yeah. if you now today go, you're a grown up and you've grown up in a meat eating family, you go, I want to mm. do this for mm. my carbon footprint and I'm relating to how this got to my plate. I don't want to do it. Mm. I mean, I sympathize and we sympathize. It can be kind of like, well, what am I going to eat then? Yeah. So mum and dad, we would just listen to them talking about what else. So that's what we've done. Yeah, we since. just had to kind of make it up. Um, but as you say, um, we did eat. I think Linda did the turkey mm. the best you'd ever tasted it. You know, she just was a really good cook. Um, so the first Christmas, we weren't going to eat meat. Mm. It was like, oh, oh what do we do? Because I was like proud dad. I, want, I wanted to carve the bird. Mm -hmm. I saw that as like a traditional role, mm. you know. Um, and so we had to work something else out. So we did, we had uh, what we called a macaroni turkey. Oh, tell is, me about a macaroni turkey. Well, it's basically a mac and cheese. <laughs> that sounds pretty a, great. A really Your good mac and cheese. Yeah, really baked. good mac and cheese. It's a baked yeah. mac and cheese, so it's firm. So baked it's mac and cheese, and then it's firm, and you leave it um, overnight, sort of in the fridge. Yeah. So it gets even firmer, and then yeah. then I can carve it the next day. Oh, then she gave sweet. you that. that yeah. you, she knew you needed that carving. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. And the other one was barbecuing. Again, you know, as yeah. I saw that, I was yeah. like. Yeah, I should be the guy out by, by the barbecue. So what we put in the barbecue. But then, so now, no, but so the then, thing is, then mum would do the cookbooks to yeah. give ideas. People would yeah. go, God, if I could eat, they'd come to our house for dinner, and then people would say, look, if I could eat like this, I'd eat more veggie. And eventually, mm. she did the book. She'd hand it to them and go, look, you can, here's some ideas. Yeah. And that did so well that then she was approached by a frozen food. Was that food. home cooking? Was that yeah. home cooking? Yeah. And then she was approached and they said, could we adapt some of your recipes into a food line? And that's how the food range came about. So now we can do barbecues with our veggie burgers and the sausages and we mm. have a roast that we can do. So it's all, we're not baking the macaroni turkey so anymore <laughs> at home. So the cookbook <laughs> is the, the same cookbook from... The cookbook the is the her, new cookbook. The new, the new cookbook is, is with, adapting because yeah. we. I worked with her on a lot of her food. We'd always, as I say, me and Dad mm. and Mum and all our family would talk about food, and she just said she would do it now, but adapt the ingredients. So things where she might use butter, she might use olive oil, 
So we've sort of updated and refreshed. Can I say? It's quite I, exciting. I, well, I, I, I'm not... A natural I know vegetarian. You're not. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you're you said not. yes to this, Mary. Yeah. I'm actually, I know you're <laughs> not. Okay, and I found that <laughs> cookbook. You love vegans. I love them. <laughs> feel very but lucky I we found have that cookbook really easy to follow. Mm. It was how Good. I would cook. Yeah. Um, so I do do veggie things. Yeah. I diet and, mm. and it's more healthy to eat. And also eat. my husband's very... What, yeah, a flexitarian, which I think you kind of, you know, we mm. talk about. He, he really wants to implement it into yeah. because of, and save the planet. Well, it so, makes sense. But, yeah. but I thought your recipes were very easy to follow, Fantastic. and they work really well. And talk about and the I also mince. must tell you about the veggie mints. So I think mm. it's the best veggie mints that I've, I've ever I've, used. And we've tried many I've of used veggie lots mints. Of veggie minces and it, there's nothing well, as good as we've that. been doing it a yeah. long time and that goes back to the beginning of your story yeah. that you've been you know we've you and mum went veggie what in the 70s. Yeah. So I think we've perfected it. There was nothing it there. It's a very good cookbook because Thank it's you. not frightening ingredients either. I mean mm. there are things that you're familiar with That's and good. really tasty. Well, I think it's a Part of the idea for the cookbook and the recipes that I've done as well is to make, because people are like, if you eat veggie, it's like more ingredients, it takes longer, it's more fuss. So that we're, that's yeah. exactly what we try You're not to do. You're kind of Accessible ingredients. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, well, I have that for the name of my next cookbook. Yeah, the, the Veggineers. <laughs> oh my God, I'm linking that for the next cookbook I do. Veggineers. I mean, you know, your family were revolutionary at the time. In the it 70s, is revolutionary. People, I'm so proud of yeah, them, honestly. And it was mum and dad. It really was. Mum, like, obviously, he was the cook mm. but and everyone would be a bit like oh, I'm sure everyone wants to eat meat in your family but really you and mum together were like yeah. always talking and so positive about it that you never mm. felt like you were missing out which so I think Mary, is so Mary when you had friends back yeah, for, I want for to know tea about schoolmates did they back? mind no or was it I all a bit they curious know because mum was such a great cook going back to the salad thing yeah I went to my best mm. friend Sue's house and she her mum was like do you want salad with your pasty whatever and I said yes and I was like what is she doing? She sliced a piece of cucumber and a slice of quarter of tomato and a lettuce leaf and poured salad cream on it. And I'm like, what is that? Because you come to our house... <laughs> That's a British a, salad. A, and actually it was delicious because I didn't salad have salad cream. cream. But yeah. mum would have like this huge salad bowl and you chuck everything in yeah. it and toss it with the, you know, salt dressing. So, so, great. Mm. What so, was it? so our friends loved coming to... What was your favourite thing that your mum cooked? Um, what was your special like? I mean, birthday my comfort meal? thing was her tomato soup always. Yeah, so she, you, we'd, that was we'd, one that you did on. Yeah, you. Yeah, I know. We'd about. been to the south of France, and there's a lovely hotel down in the south of France called Beaumanier in Le Beau. Le Very Beau. posh, like only nine rooms. Oh wow! Super posh, and I don't know how we'd heard about it, but anyway, we went down there. And, and you know, I used to go there maybe. It was really good, and you know, and Linda and I would go in. And, have a little meal and sort of being all very romantic in the French place. And they had this bisque du homard, uh, which was bisque. lobster soup. And it looked great and everything. Um, but then when we were veggie, she made that as a tomato soup. Fantastic. So it was kind of pink and very mm, lovely. Gorgeous. You know. So that was one of her great things. That, that, that was literally often my favorite. started my birthday meal. And then a quiche. Yeah. She made the most amazing quiche. I mean, that sort of sat up and bubbled. You, you know, know, it wasn't some quiches you get and they're just sort of flat. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this I, was like 
Dad, do you know when I left home, I made a quiche and it just was like, didn't rise. And I phoned mum. And I was like, what the heck? Why does yours... Because mum would take it out and it's like this showstopper, like a souffle. And simple, turn the oven up to 200. It needs to cook at a higher heat. It fluffs up. It was literally all I needed to know. Oh, wow. So, okay, well, let's go... This is what we ask everybody, and Mary knows this. Last supper, starter, main, pud, drink of choice. You can either combine okay. or you can go you can go solo, both of you. No, why okay. don't we have a family meal together? We will have yeah. a family meal. Let me yeah. start with my margarita. Oh, yeah. Dad Ooh. makes the best I'll margarita. Start, really? I'll start Not a margarita. pizza margarita. Yeah. So Drink that's actually what I Salt do. Salt round the edge. Yeah, so I do, um, we call it a macarita, yeah. actually. A macarita. I mean, is it going to be in the, the so line? Are we going to put a little say, song? The recipe. <laughs> Dad, let me put the recipe in my food cookbook, actually. Yeah. Why is it so good? Come on, tell so, us. So, I mean, all it is, it's a, it's a normal uh, margarita. But, it's not a normal margarita. But it's I the put, best so margarita. orange juice in it. Oh, oh. So a normal margarita is tequila... Cointreau or, or triple sec and then lime. Yeah. It's a little bit tart for me. So to that, I add. So if I go to a restaurant, this is what you'll hear me say to the barman. Could I have a margarita, please? And I'd like it straight up with salt just around the outside of the rim. And I can explain that if, if he needs it. And then I say, and to your normal recipe, just stick some orange juice, a couple of dashes of orange juice in the shaker. Mm. Oh, wow. So then you don't need agave, it's just sweetened with oh, that. that is good. And oh, if, they, if they do the salt on the inside, I'm, I'm going to sound yeah. obsessive here. No. But if, I, if they do it on salt, you have this great drink, and then the last sip is salt. You've drunk a few margaritas yeah. in your time, Paul. Busted. No, that's you true. Like it's my. And don't you now, like haven't it. you developed it? Because you're, you're asking about the favourite tequila. You, do you still use a blank, like two types of tequila, or have you moved away to just one again? No, yeah, I, I <laughs> use, you know, to, to mix it up, I sometimes use two types of tequila. Which ones? Which ones? Like Silver a and dark. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't even know there were two colours. Oh, yeah, there's okay. Blanco with You're still baby. on Cosmopolitan. You yeah. still think you carry Bradshaw, yeah. <laughs> we need a margarita night, Lenny. Absolutely. Honestly, yeah. they're the best. Yeah. So we Love have. We're it. definitely. Can we have? So we're going to have Dad's margarita with nuts and olives. All just right. To sort yeah. of get ready. Yeah. yeah. Then can we have the tomato soup? Yeah. Is I would like to add something. To do, but, but, about the tomato soup. She would make it like the beast. So she would have celery, onions, fresh tomatoes, and then she'd grind it through a thing so that you would get all of the flavours, but then take away sort of the pulp. And then she'd mix cream into that and season it. Are you allowed cream? Well, that the Alpro soy, single soy cream works Oh, I didn't even know there was one. Your soy cream works really well. You just don't, you don't put it in hot. You put it in cooler and warm it up. And actually, I would argue it actually tastes better because it actually soaks in the flavours, meld in Mm. better. So Mm. you were going to add something before I rudely interrupted asking for your mother's tomato soup recipe. You were like, I'm going to add something here. Oh, I'm going to add, and I know it's not really going to fit in with, because the last last supper supper can be anything. I'm going to add, because we are a family obsessed with sandwiches. Completely. Yeah, I've heard about this. I'm I obsessed. Obsessed. Like I could almost have for me personally the whole thing just be toast, sandwich, French. Mm-hmm. Right, cheese and tomato sandwich That's would be my everything. one. Everything has been. So on my I'm going to have 
the mum's tomato yeah. soup, and I'm going to have one of dad's sandwiches on Why, the side. Are you the, are you the I sandwich love soup yeah, and the sandwich. I'm the sandwich king. So what I've heard about, I've heard on Adam Buxton, so I heard about the bagel with the marmite it's and the hummus. everything. Okay, but, so the sandwich, I've always said, you know, if my career tanks, I'm going to get one of those little bikes and a little thing on the front, and I'm going to go around selling sandwiches. Probably going to and the I'm city where they've got a captive audience. I've got it all worked out. <laughs> You're Isn't that the cutest thing? I, I love it. I'm going to be buying them. Yeah. <laughs> so what are the, what well, are the well, fillings? Well, here's what I What's do. The hero? I mean, again, it's going to sound a bit obsessive, but I don't care. It is well, what I'm I do. I'm having it in my last meal, so you need to be. Oh, got to be it. obsessive. Okay. Embrace the obsessive. What I do is I get a nice onion bagel. You love from bagels. Panzers. I love, I love from Panzers. From Panzers. Oh, we love Panzers. Right, okay. yeah. Panzers. So get a nice it's fresh good. Panzers yeah. bagel. Yeah, onion. And then I an onion. And then I cut it in three. Yeah. So it's kind of slimish. Okay. Because so yeah. bagels could be pretty weighty. So <laughs> like a finger of bagel. No, they're thin, so no. it's almost well, like a club sandwich. Bagel, but yeah, I just, cuts, I just slice Instead them into like three. Instead of making like a club sandwich bagel. Yeah. 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 I like this. Yeah, yeah this I good. like it. Believe Carry me. on. Believe you haven't heard anything yet. I'm ready. So I do, <laughs> let's say, if I'm making one sandwich, pop two of those in the uh, toaster, yeah. toast them, and then the first thing I will put on it, depending on who I'm making it it's for. It's you're making it for my last meal. It's for you. You it's like marmite? Me. I like everything you do. She likes marmite. Okay. I'm so not I afraid of anything you put in a sandwich. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, right. So for Mary, I would just, first of all, when it comes out of the toaster, spread a little bit of marmite on it. Because can I stop you? Dad has turned the world onto marmite and hummus. On a bagel. You on can a buy it. Bagel. Now you can Was buy that because it of you? Yeah. No, it's oh, no. just the best well, thing no. on, in the world. I'm not I'd claiming it. for you and you weren't keen. No, but I don't think I'd want it mixed. I think you no, toast, I think you need to make your decision his afternoon stack at the, the studio is a cup of tea and a toasted bagel with Marmite and hummus. Anyway, yeah. carry on yeah, with yeah, the yeah. sandwich. That's right. I did try the, the Marmite and hummus and I don't want to put them down because I love Marmite and I love hummus. And they're new products. It's okay but not as good as separately. Anyway, so I'll put some Marmite on this uh, toast, toasted bagel, and I will work on the bottom of the bagel. Yeah. Put the top over there, ready. And then I will then, because the bagel's got a hole in the middle of it, I will then get some lettuce to stop the hole, stop everything falling through. Yeah, Yeah. genius, I, I will admit. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, forget about the songwriting. And then bagel maker. Can you no, see why no. I wanted him to describe this? Because now I have yeah. a record of how to do it. So you have well. a bed of lettuce so to make sure you don't lose any filling. Marmite, lettuce, yeah. hummus. Okay. Now any I, particular homemade? San Ambrose. Or? It's called San Ambrosia. San Ambrosia. San Ambrosia. And they sell that at Panzers as well. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's a really, really nice, good. it's almost like a whipped... Hummus, and I don't know why, but it's lighter, and it's the only one that my kids will eat. Now. Yeah, so uh, so you put a hummus in it, and then anything goes. You know what I'll do is I'll make a few slices of cheese. So hang on, can like... I stop you? So that is basically the base. It's got to be marmite, lettuce, hummus, and then anything that's anything in goes. that area. Okay. Um, so then I like that. I will slice a little bit of cheddar cheese, say yeah. into little slices. Arrange that on the on the uh, hummus. Yeah. Where oh. it kind of sticks to the hummus. Yeah, sinks in. It was not going to move. Would you get a gun? Not going anywhere. It sinks in. <laughs> yeah. Did you do a pickle? 
Well, yeah. Ooh, a gherkin. Yeah. Not like a little bit of, no, dill pickle sliced. Yeah. Lovely. You know, I got some only, from Panzers the yeah, other day. They were nice. The only thing I'm worried about is you toasting the bagel. Can I, I say? Like can I say? You don't like them toasted. Lenny, you need well, you to just trust to it and okay. just go with right, it. I'll None of it, it makes any okay. sense, but oh, yeah. it's the best thing you've ever I just tasted. Don't, you see, if you have a Manchester bagel, yeah. they're superior to any bagel in the whole oh, of the universe. Really? Did Liverpool get You're not from bagel. Manchester, are you, yeah. by any chance? But they're chewier. They're yeah. crispy on the outside yeah. and very chewy. And all, but you ain't gonna, you get, you're not going to get middle. three slices mm. out of a Manchester bagel. No, you're not. No. They're smaller. You're going more kind mm. of New York-style bagel, yeah? Are we talking kind of... Yeah, well, I mean, because uh, Lin- Linda was from here. New York, so I wouldn't have known what a bagel was. We Good had, a, we had a lovely housekeeper called Rose for, for years and years and years. She got bagel. Bigel. Bigel. Which yeah. is a lot of... Uh, London, they say bagel. But also, I think it's just... Even people who haven't got the London accent, some Jewish people call it Beigel. Yeah, they say Beigel. Rose was with mum before. Rose was with dad before mum and dad met. And when you met mum, Rose Rose was like dad's housekeeper before. You want the Rose story? Uh, I want the Rose story. East End End genius. She was the best. I was living on my own (laughs) in the 60s. and I needed I someone. I can barely believe that. I know. I just want to say. I needed, well, occasionally. <laughs> no. no. Um, so I needed someone to kind of help, you know, with the house and stuff. I was hopeless. A woman's touch. And uh, a woman's touch, yeah. <laughs> so I asked a guy out of our office, you know, if he could look around, see if he could find someone. And uh, anyway, he came back. He said, well, this, this lady called Rose, would you like to see her? So I said, yeah. So I'll have an interview. So she came in and she had bright red lips. She had a black turban on. She was very exotic. Had red hair. Red hair. So I said, oh, hi, you, have you, is it you that's come about the housekeeping job? Yeah, all right, yeah, Rose, real Rose. Cockney. Proper she, Cockney. She, you said, Cockney girl. Cockney girl, spelt G-E-L. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, so she was great and she loved the kids and we're but just then was when you with met us mom, forever. She basically when, I, when I met mom, yeah, Linda. Um, Linda, I'd had occasional girlfriends to the house, I must admit. But it I was, was young, I was carefree, I was, you know. And it was the 60s. It was the 60s. Uh, so, but, so Rosa kept quiet, but then when Linda came around, she said, I like this one, Paul. Oh, I like that one. Sweet. She's all right. So that was really the seal, the seal of approval, you know. And I think Mum looked in your fridge and saw like a hard rind of cheese and like and a, a half, half sour bottle of milk. I mean, um, not only was she a beauty, but did she, the way to your heart was through your stomach, did she cook for you? What was the first meal that yeah. Linda cooked for you? Do you remember? Well, that's going back. Um, I mean, she made a mean scrambled egg, that kind of thing. Was, was I love that, you know. But uh, she did say to me, you know, well, what do you, what do you want to eat tonight? I go, oh, anything, anything. She said, no, I'm looking for menu suggestions. And I didn't, I hadn't understood that till then, why women and I agree. will do that, you know. Because it's the thinking about what you're going to me cook. Out. If, you, if you, like yeah. you told us what you would like to eat, mm. that was so much oh, easier really than me working out. But Lenny, you know mm. what I love? Because when I'm cooking for people, like if I was cooking for you guys, mm. I'd be like, well, I want, and do you do this, you guys? 
would do I would think about you guys and think what can I feed them that they're it's gonna like, like not like it, I'm yeah. cooking this for you yeah. so that why mum would have been like what do you want because it's you cook for people to yeah. Yeah. make them happy and yeah. please them and you just want to see people's faces light up don't mm. you that's yeah. a great instinct in a cook Mary's definitely got that Linda had it which is like you know it's not work she actually wants to put a meal on the table where you go whoa it's fantastic, you know. I think it's well, a great that's the ultimate, isn't it? Yeah. That's Instinct. the ultimate happiness. Yeah. Mum, I don't that. feel like sounds as. Um, I don't think <laughs> I'm as kind <laughs> of um, I'm so you're tired. Like, you're she's like, this. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I've been cooking, cooking this yourself all day. Um, but yeah, I'm okay. So, so we've got the bagel and we've got the tomato soup. Now, is that would that say would we say that's a preemie? Are we yeah, going that's for a main? The because if this isn't going to make sense. Obviously, you wouldn't no, have it. No, no, really, in yeah. real life, actually, what I probably I would have that for lunch. Mm. Yeah, the soup and sandwich I love for lunch, and then we go, go. Then we go. Me. Then we get the margarita with the olives yeah. and the nuts. Yeah, probably yeah. salted, smoked, roasted cashew nuts you like. Yeah. And then we'd go on for a big Sunday roast with all the trimmings. That'd be good. McCartney vegetarian style well, with all it, the gravy and the stuffing. It's stuffy funny because I, I've actually met you before, Paul, quite accidentally. I gate crashed one of your Christmas di I'm dinners. I put some food on. Are you starving? Yes, yeah. You did. I mean, I didn't gate crash. I was, I, I, you I were was, invited. I was a plus one oh, because right. um, a producer called Paul Epworth was invited. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I was working with him that day. But I was not only working with him, but my friend and producer of my first record, Dave Akumu. Yeah, Paul from um, S Studios as well. Paul Epworth. It was a oh, you've worked you worked with Paul Epworth. Yeah. yeah. So you, Paul, Paul had been invited to yeah. your Christmas do. Right. And he was in the studio with me and he was like, listen, I'm really sorry, but mm. I've got to go to Paul McCartney's like, Christmas do. And, I, and he went, I can see whether you can come. And you were very sweet and accommodating. You let us come. And how good um, was the food? So good. Yeah. Tofurky yeah. you had. So you had this full like Christmas dinner. Everything, Everything was there. Everybody was there. Did you get the little party favour? I'm not sure. I think because we, we were supposed to be writing a song. So we kind of, we came, we ate, we said hello. And it was like full of family and friends. And it was just such a lovely atmosphere. But yeah, it was a full Christmas dinner roast. Yeah. yeah. And it was such no, a lovely well. so this spread. This would be more like a Sunday roast, right. I yeah. think. But like, but you can also do it for Christmas. But I think we definitely have Yorkshire puddings. Yeah. Definitely. And when I was a kid, um, my mum used to make Yorkshire pudding. But because it was called Yorkshire pudding, we had it as a pudding. We yeah. didn't have it. We didn't have yeah. it like. With the with the beef and the, mm. that, yeah. it's you always just had it afterwards with we'd, something with mm. golden syrup. So That's good. That's a good idea. Have you never Hot? had it? No. Hot oh my goodness. Yorkshire pudding with golden syrup on it. Ugh. I mean, this is we're I talking. Actually, uh, you know, you, there's a little bit of working class uh, <laughs> creeping can, in here. I can actually show but, you pictures on my phone of me eating that recently and I got one in my hand and I just had a squeezy bottle of it and Whoa. I just squeezed it on and stuffed it That's how it we in. used to do it, you know, and it was funny. So we do years, both now. Years later, you know, you'd, you'd meet people and say, well, do you want your Yorkshire pudding? You say, yeah, well, do you say, no, they say, it's with your main meal. We go, oh, but no. But Jesse, you're not looking convinced. No, but I'm, do I'm, you like I'm, golden I'm syrup? I mean, I don't think golden love syrup. It. I feel like I've been told not to like golden syrup because oh. it's... 
I don't God, know. You, we've now you can't make a flapjack. You know, we can't make a flapjack without true. golden syrup. I'm very up for this, and I think my children would be up for this. Yeah. And I like the versatility that you've offered up. So what we do now is dad. You can do both. You see, you can have. Yeah. That's what we do. That's what we do because the kids love it with the gravy and all the steamed veg and the roast and thing. And then I always because dad has got me into this, and I know he has to have it as dessert. When the, the Yorkshire puddings come out, mm. I hide them. And Simon is the Yorkshire pudding. Like he taught is. us, my husband Mary's Simon husband. has taught us how to make Yorkshire puddings. Because they're um, hard to do well. Yeah, mm, he's, he a, does he's it the well. Yorkshire pudding guy. But I'll nick a portion and hide it away because I'm like, we cannot have it where they've all been eaten and Dad doesn't get his. But with, I can understand the, end, with I, the golden syrup. Thank you, Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to try this. I also feel like, and maybe this is blasphemous. So please tell me if mm. your mother would not have been approved of this. Paul. What? A bit of a bit of custard, maybe that could work. Oh, yeah. A bit of bread. It could be want. like a. Oh, you, you're looking at me. A saying, bit of what? A custard, custard on the Yorkshire. No, I wouldn't want that. No, you'd have it like personally, quite straight. Yeah, personally, but I think we're getting that here that you can do what you revolting. want. Revolting. Really. No, I, I, I like this. <laughs> I would find that. Okay, fine. I won't too custody. do that for you at my Christmas dinner. Custard, bit of custard. No. I so know. we have to have the Yorkshire pudding with loads of red onion, homemade gravy. Lovely. I reckon. Steamed. I get to carve, carve you the get roast. To, we're going to have mum's mm. roast. Yeah. And, and we're gonna, what, you're going to carve what it. Will the, and what will the, um, I say, meat, or no, no I'm not even going to say that. So would, would you even have a kind of uh, pretend meat component, Yeah, we do component? the Linda McCartney roast. Okay, fine. So we've, so, they're, yeah. they're really delicious. We make a couple of them. Dad will be slicing them. Uh-huh. Roast potatoes. And we got all the other stuff. Yeah. You know, it's really. Like towering. Then the stuffing. Stuffing. Fantastic. Mum taught me how to make the stuffing. It's all mm. like delicious. It's like cranberry sage, sauce. Sagey. Well, so I, it sounds like your mum was a very generous uh, teacher because, I mean, you've listened she to that. My mum never taught me. She told me uh, to back off when she was doing the bechamel. She told me to back off. That was. Aww. Listen, it's She's working. Just get back in now. the kitchen. <laughs> what? <laughs> what she really meant to say was, "Thanks, mom. You thanks, are my mom. inspiration." Listen, I was a greedy cow, so I was learning. I was no, learning. No, mom wanted company in the kitchen. So, and mom made it that it was the most fun place in the house. Was, so you would yeah, be anywhere, the, the and you'd room, smell yeah. the food, and you'd gravitate to the kitchen, mm. and you'd just be chatting and cooking, and that's mm. how we learned to cook. Yeah, they would just watch the mom cook. And she'd she and would do some clever little things. She'd sort of say, well, you know, do you want to sort of uh, cut these onions up? Mm. Chop it so she'd engage them in, oh, great, you did the onions, wow. Mm. Well, now do the celery. Dad's a good sous chef, aren't you? You would always help chopping yeah, mashed I like potato. chopping, yeah. I Should like we have that. your mash for this as well? Can we get right? Because well, we're doing about... everything. No, Dad absolutely. makes the best mashed well, potato. Well, I make a sort of decadent mashed potato but really nicely like mashed and whipped and you use the fork at the end to stop the lumps going in you have you won't have any lumps in your mash so do you oh it's it's like the really fancy when you get it in Claridge's and it's like the pomme and it's like it's really pureed like it's Mm. but it's silky it Mm. is but it's just very home you know you don't put it through any of those rices no I just you know boil some potatoes (laughs) uh, it's actually on YouTube perfectly (laughs) soft Mash them with that, well, that thing that's got like a grill on it. Yeah, the mashed potato. Mashed. It's only used it's for a called masher, a potato masher, yeah, probably. Oh, re- yeah, maybe. <laughs> probably. It's science. <laughs> but, uh, you know, mash it with that and then, um, like Mary says, do maybe a fork to get any 
Reni uh, rogue lumps, and um, some milk in it, and then butter. Yeah, loads. That's the thing. And then really whip that up. Great. And if you want to go crazy, very finely chopped <laughs> onion. Yeah. Oh, that's a nice in idea. There. Yeah. So there's two things, Dad, on YouTube that I think are the best things that you can Google about you. Number one is your mashed potato recipe, which yeah. you filmed. Just look me up. Number okay. two, when usually if I'm like at the end of the night at a party and I had a couple of drinks, oh, yeah. I'll be like, Google Paul McCartney eye yoga. Is oh, yeah. like, yoga. And Dad has done his, he doesn't wear glasses still. And when he was in India, he learned eye yoga and he's actually filmed it and put it on YouTube for people who want to... Because it's a muscle. What is I? Well, can you do me a little bit of eye yoga right now? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I learned off some, uh, you know, yogi in India. Um, in the sixties? Uh, no, it was even more recent. But anyway, uh, he explained that your eyes are muscles, whereas mm. your ears aren't. So you can't like exercise your ears. Yeah. But your eyes, you can. Um, then you can. So. Uh, yeah, so what it, what it is is you, you can just head Google still. It. <laughs> you can Google it, yeah. Head I just still, want to see what happens with yeah. the eyes. Head okay. still, yeah. head still, and then you just look up as far as you can. One, two, three, and then go back to the middle. Then down, one, two, three, and back to the middle. You do three lots of that. It's like ballet. Little up yoga. and down, yeah. yeah. And then back to the centre and you go to the left, two, yeah. three center to the right two three and you do three lots of that left and three lots of the right so now you've kind of got like a cross yeah up and down and yeah. sideways yeah now you do the diagonals you go up to the top <laughs> yeah. diagonal and then we're down all doing it now by the, the way yeah. we are all doing it <laughs> everyone join in who's listening yeah, all together now anyone looking in the window think we're mad <laughs> i do it's it in seance. the park sometimes walking the dog and people think i'm really weird it, it like, can I'm look all... a bit weird so yeah. and it stops you wearing glasses he well, doesn't it, wear glasses it, it, it do you wear glasses i don't wear glasses but not yet but i dad have you, you been doing eye yoga for a while if i if my eye i start feeling like i need glasses i start doing dad's eye yoga and i and it it feels like exercising really good. Good. my bad eyesight pretty good i don't know i know someone a friend of mine who was like a, a film director and i'd got chatting about his family and he said oh my daughter's just going for I uh, glasses just going to go and get some specs mm. and I said oh I said, well tell you what before she goes yeah. let me tell you this so I sort of did a little diagram yeah. wrote it all out and he took it to her and apparently then she didn't need specs for like quite a few years it, it really improved her eyesight this is very fascinating. It's you pretty know what? good Even stuff. Even if it yeah. doesn't, it well, actually it makes sense, feels though, good. doesn't it? You know, yeah. makes sense if they are ex uh, yeah. muscles. And so you do that a little bit. And I always remember that like the Union Jack. Yeah. So up down da, 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 yeah, yeah, the yeah. diagonals, and then you go into the middle, crossing <laughs> like your me eyes. Every day. But looking at your nose. Crossing, looking at the end of your nose. You yeah. do it like three, one, two, three, three sets of that. It's hard um, to do that on the other way out. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. And that's the one, if you're like in the gym and you're seen doing that, you can look a bit, <laughs> a bit weird. 
And then even weirder, then you roll your eyes right around in a circle. Yeah. And you do like that, five, six. Then you go the other way, five, six. And then the last thing is you do, you look at a distant object. Mm. So that's like your long vision. Mm. And then you look at the lines on your hand. So you pull focus. So that's a good thing, you know. Yeah, that... Yeah, makes okay. sense. Yes, yes. It all makes sense, you know. And uh, I mean, I don't know. That's why I don't need glasses when I'm like reading a newspaper. But uh, I think that's yeah. really impressive. So, yeah, so a, it I makes sense, you know. Potatoes. It's a good idea. That's I over mashed potatoes. Everyone should so I'd, Google it. I'd have this right after the mashed potatoes. <laughs> but I, so I, you talked about your mum and the Yorkshire pudding and the golden syrup. What is a very memorable meal from your childhood, Paul? Pancakes. Oh, was she good at pancakes? Pancake Tuesday. Oh. Did you have yeah, it, not it just like, Shrove Tuesday, you had it every Tuesday? Or? No, no, like no, crepes? it was just Shrove right, Tuesday, okay. but that was so exciting when it finally came around. Were they like crepes? Yeah, but you'd just make piles of them and go, whoa, can I have another pancake? But yeah. would, would, what, what, was, pancake? what was your filling that you oh. chose? And, and, uh, lemon and sugar? I like um, sugar. Yeah. Which in those days were white sugar. You didn't. Yeah, nobody yeah. knew there was such a thing as brown sugar. Yeah, yeah. But uh, white sugar and then lemon juice. Coming. This looks delicious. And then roll yeah. that. Yeah, smells up. good. Was your yeah. mum? Was your mum a good cook? The, the yeah, she was a good cook. Yeah. Mum, sorry, just having a chat. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're doing a program flowers. here, mum. Yeah, sorry. I like she flowers was. and salads. Edible no. flowers. We thought, you know, they feel they look so healthy. Like to eat flowers and the colour. Anyway. So, Looks so, lovely. Sorry. So your mum, your mum used to do what was the meal that your mum used to do? She would do what I'd call traditional British. Yeah, meat and food. Yeah, chops. Yeah. Steak, rarely, um, you know, uh, beef. Yeah. Scouse, which is Scouse. Liverpool. Scouse. It's a, it's Jessica, a what? Like you it, been? I've really not educated <laughs> No. Yeah. It's, an, it's a stew. Scouse it's is always a stew. like it's just Peter makes it. I thought it was going to be something about Liverpool. It's like an Irish it stew. Oh, okay. It's a famous Scouse. It's like an Irish stew. And then if you don't have the meat in it, they call it blind Scouse. I'm sure that's not very PC, but that's what they call it. <laughs> Don't look at me, love. Um, yeah, so she, she imagine, would do all of those things. Did she things have much time to cook? If she, because she was a midwife. She was a nurse, oh, a midwife, wow. sister in, on a ward. Yeah. And uh, her mode of transport was a little bicycle, a little bag on the front. It's like called the midwife. Mum's obsessed with it. You know, she it's, loves that's it. that's her era. And her name was Mary. And it was Mary. So you're named yeah. after. Mary and Patricia. And so Let It Be as well is about her. Like the song Let It Be, dream, yeah. Right? yeah. Mother Mary. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I had Sweet. a dream and I, I, I woke up after the dream and she had come to me in the dream. So it was a lovely dream because she died um, a few years before. Um, you were 14, weren't you? When I was 14, yeah. So she died probably six or seven years before that. Um, but it's, it, here she was in a dream and it's, it's a miracle when someone you've lost mm. is there in the dream and you go, wow, great to see you. You know, this is great because all the old feelings cry. come back. You know, it was pretty emotional, yeah. But, and I was in a bit of a rough state, 60s, doing too much of this and too much of that. Mm. And she sort of looked at me in the dream she said, it's, don't worry, son, it's going to be all right. It's all going to be all right. Mm. Just let it be. Do you want to help yourself? Yes. Or you help do you want me to do your play? Yeah. 
And did you, and did you when you woke up from that dream? Did you feel like things changed? Do you feel like you calmed down a bit? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I thought that and you wrote was great. A, you wrote great a great song. <laughs> it, was, it was a great thing for her to say. You know, I mean, you work it out. It's actually me and my brain saying it. Yeah. In, yeah. in the dream, yeah. it was her saying it. And I thought, wow, that's really good advice. You know, just let it be. So, I, yeah, then I wrote the song. On that one? <laughs> <laughs> she should do, shouldn't she? Yeah. Title by Mary. But he doesn't yeah. Mary. Oh, yeah, he's not a But yeah, stuff was very traditional. And the only one thing, I mean, I, I didn't like everything we had. Yeah. Because, you know, we're typical kids. Mm. I don't like that. Oh, no, no, no. The one thing we really wouldn't go near was tongue. Mum, I love you so much. Sorry, I'm just listening to the story. We're having a moment too, Mary. What do you want me to do, cook or Listeners, listeners, this is a little family This is family. What's going on here? I'm sorry, but these women are completely out of control. We'll hand you over now. There you go. Do you two fight at all? Do your family fight? I feel like you're so polite to each other. Yeah, occasionally. But we don't think this is fighting, we just think we're dis no, disagreeing. Just, um, you yeah. tell me to do the food, you sit on your ass, and then I do the food, and then you're telling me to listen, be quiet. Listen, we'll yeah. discuss this later. Thank you. I'm sorry about this, <laughs> listeners. But we'll, I think we'll now take a little piece of music. I'm trying to get allies, Mum. No, I wasn't. Mary was. Paul McCartney's apologising to our listeners. Oh God, he obviously, sorry. you don't realise this happens in every episode. <laughs> Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Where are some of your favourite spots to go in London or, you know, you have your place in Sussex, don't you? You'd love that um, in New York. Yeah. That was a beautiful a, moment. So my wife's from New York, so we eat in New York But talk about that. Um, well, you yeah, told I me that I would say the River Cafe Love the London. River Cafe. Have you been since Definitely. it's reopened? Yeah, yeah. just Outside. went the other night, actually. Oh, yeah. lovely. It's the best. It's all outdoors, but it's heaven. It's the ingredients are just the best ingredients. Mm. And also it's home cooked. I actually went there one morning because I'm obviously obsessed with food. And um, I emailed Ruthie Rogers and she let the chef there and she let me go in one morning. And I realised just I love to observe things. And I just mm. she let me go in and observe everyone. And I think one of the reasons it's probably one of the best London restaurants is everyone comes in. So whether you work behind the reception, whether you're a waiter or a chef, you, they all come in in the morning. They all prep together. Oh, really? So and they and then she and the head chef sit down and write the menu each each day, um, and you. So mm. the whole thing. 
Also, that place in New York you loved, ABC. Yeah, there's a great Kitchen. place in New York, ABC V. So the kitchen, the, the, the ABC, me- kitchen or ABC kitchen. So good. It's great, but then next door to it, he's made one. The, the chef is like Jean Pierre or something. Right. So the food at ABC mm. is is great, but then he's made one next door called ABC V. How good is this food, by the way? This is great. Can I just interrupt to say thank you? It's delicious. Well, thank thank you, Mother, because this is the recipe. No, it's really nice. It's so delicious. And it's perfectly Mm. spiced. It's not because, Dad, you don't like too spicy, it but under. it's got enough right, of a yeah. kick. Yeah. Thank you. It's delicious. Absolute no, thank pleasure. you for me. Yeah, I mean, thank you, Mum. Sorry. Thank you, Mum. It's delicious. I love you very much. Thanks, I appreciate Mom. I appreciate yeah. you every single you day. You need yeah. to appreciate your Mum. I do. I this, do. I the do. argument has finally subsided. <laughs> and it looks I'm, like we're, You can add conflict resolution. I'm going to provoke skills. them again in a minute. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Mary, where are some of your favourite spots in London? Mm. I love River Cafe as well. Mm. I love... A friend of mine has a, re- a restaurant which I really love called Pharmacy with an F, mm. F-A-M, which is a vegan restaurant in Notting Hill, but also it's got a really great cocktail bar, Lenny's. And actually, you don't know this, they, on my... Um, serves it out, my cooking show, I did these smoky dogs, Ooh. which are these home, like homemade, so you can put them in a bun and put all the mustard Yum. and mayo. And, and um, they're doing that on May the 17th when everything reopens. They're doing... My smoky dogs on the menu. Oh, that's so I've amazing! Been there, I've been there a few times doing food tape, but I, yeah, I love that kind of food because it's, I love like food that doesn't feel too righteous. So it's nutritious, but it can still be like, like this. Yeah. It's like chili and rice, and if it's too healthy, I'm just going to want crisps and a chocolate bar afterwards. So this is perfect. I've got a few more questions for you. I mean, we could carry on, but listen, yeah. we, well, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to be like bad fish that's overstayed our welcome and it starts smelling. So, we didn't get your pudding Although for your we last don't eat supper. Fish, Jessie. Oh no, sorry, sorry. Well, then it's <laughs> sea life, not sea food. <laughs> Forget that. That's getting out. Have you seen sea spiracy? Um, no, I need to see that. Yeah, you you do and you don't. You maybe just don't eat fish anymore, and then you don't have to watch it. Okay, fine. It's fine. up to you. Fine. You either have to be tortured and watch Ignorance it, or just say I'm. I also made your coconut <gasps> thing. Yeah, yeah. coconut so, bar. Anyway, well, sorry. Well, no, well, but I was going to say. So, mum, mum, mum did the coconut chocolate bars you for you that are in the cookbook, and then I wanted to know. We didn't get your last. We didn't get the pud. For your last supper. Now I don't know well, if it is going to be the Yorkshire pudding with the Tate and Lyle, or you're going to go for a different. It could food. be the Yorkshire pudding, or it also could be rice pudding. Yeah. Ooh, well, I like rice pudding. pudding. No. Oh. Why? From I, a can. I like it in the can. Mm. Go on. So well, do you no, do fancy yeah, pants? I, I, I must say, when we were on a hitchhiking holidays as kids, that ambrosia mm. creamed rice was no, that was good. No, mum made a bait. Mum made a bait, which your auntie Jen taught her. Yeah. Well, the thing is, you know. A lot it's of people think it's like fancy. Mm. A lot and it of people gets that skin do, on the top. It's the skin yeah, on that's the top. The bit I like, yeah. Oh, yeah. But no, in fact, when. Or Mum's uh, brownies. When Linda started cooking, she asked me, you know, what do you like? Is it like rice pudding? Mm. So she looked it up in a recipe, and uh, it wasn't the way I liked it. It I mean, was like it, a I ate it, it was French, fine, you know. It was but, like a posh French cookbook that yeah. had like egg in it and all these yeah, things. Yeah, it was actually, yeah. Do you have a bit of jam on the side? Yeah. Um, yeah, but I mean, it, I, so I rang up my auntie Jin. Mm. I said, "Well, she she always just made it. Seems it would be really easy." Yeah. So she just took. She was the uh, matriarch of the family. Yeah, auntie Jin. They, they called her Control. 
<laughs> just control. Control. <laughs> Have you spoken to control about this? <laughs> anyway, she'd take a, you know, like a baking dish kind of thing, like a Pyrex thing. And she'd just sprinkle rice. Short grain uh, rice. Short grain rice over the bottom of it. And then she'd put some sugar over that. Mm. And then she'd just put like a pint of milk over that. Stick it in the oven. Loved it. And, you know, the milk all got... Um, was, Auntie Jen, was Auntie Jen quite important? I mean, I'm sure she was... But when your mum passed away, kind of... Yeah. You know, she became that... She was. Aunt Jen and Millie. Auntie Jen and Auntie Millie. Yeah. They came round Aww. to the house because we were just three boys and my dad and two mm. boys. And, you know, it was it was desperate times, really, because you've, you've never heard your dad cry. Mm. Until something like that happens, you know, and he's in the next room, you hear him crying, you go, oh, God, mm. it's so heart-wrenching. <clears throat> but um, they used to come around uh, a couple of days a week, and so they get the great cooking, mm. and they'd, they'd clean up Proper and feeders. I went and stayed yeah. with Millie and Auntie Jin when I was, uh, like, 16 with my yeah. friend Sue, and we went, and in the room, you're like this, Sunny, they had, like, the drawers like for all the clothes but the bottom drawer she was like I've, I've left you some snacks and you pull it open and it was full of crisps and snacks Love it. and everything Miles and then bars. she'd like give you some cash to go down to the chippy at the end of the road so basically I think I came home about a stone heavier from that trip. <laughs> and Uncle Harry they were, they were a nice couple he was her husband and he was very Liverpool you know all right lad. I was doing all right very thick Liverpool accent he had you know he was a builder. But he would, in the evenings, uh, you know, particularly on the day he got paid kind of thing, he'd come home with loads, pocketfuls of sweets and Mars bars and arrows and crisps and all that. Oh. So us kids just loved it, you know. Um, really, thank you so much for having us and letting us thank just you. feed you. Us. Well, it's such a pleasure. Um, mm. Last question to you, McCartney's. Do you have good table manners? Do you think you've got good table manners? I mean, look, I'm not... I've got Mary's, my elbows Mary's, on the table. Mary's poured champagne in her ear. I know, I know, I'm licking my fingers. You know in the movie Aeroplane when they're yeah. like, I have a drinking yeah. problem and he does... I do that all the time. My, I have to say, I think I have kind of good table manners, except I hate it when I cook for people and they just wait for me i like people to eat things while they're yeah, hot. just get I, going I yeah. so i'm not so in that mm -hmm. sense i don't have good table manners because i'd rather start eating things when they're hot than waiting for everyone to sit down and you is have it good, dad is i think good that's the american in you i think i like that and it, i talk Keith over everybody told so. us that you're supposed to eat yeah. when it's hot yeah and not wait yeah i think we? it's one of those really posh yeah you're supposed to eat what oh, kind so of, you think it is? So it, it is. It is. Oh, aristocratic, you know. They, they just eat when in, they you know. sit do, down. Do you think you have good table manners? Uh, I think do you I do. have good think table manners? I think you've done all right. You I have mean, been known, yeah. although I, I you must, have been known to lick the plate sometimes. I might Look, lick the plate. If it's good, why not? <laughs> Get the last... I might just, you know, take the soup bowl. Oh, absolutely. Get that. Thank you for having us. Mum, you need to ask these two what their karaoke song is. Do you sing karaoke ever? You know what? Not often, but if you had to, known. what would your uh, favourite song be? Bring um, karaoke. Not a Beatles. You're not allowed not to choose one of your own. Not allowed to do Beatles. No, I think it'd have to be my way. Oh, would it? And now that yeah. time has come. <laughs>
that one. Yeah. Because you would be drunk singing it that way if you were doing karaoke, so, yeah. marks, the, only thing, the margaritas. Yeah. I think because I can't get up in front of people and sing, I would have to do it with people quite drunk, with some friends, and I'd probably do We Are Family or <laughs> Islands in a Stream or something oh, like that. Yeah, I like that. And that so I'd have good. to have somebody with me. Would you? Yeah. Because the thing is, I was really excited at Stella's wedding. Stella's wedding, they had karaoke, and I was like, I'm going to do karaoke for the first time. Mm. And then Chrissy Hine got up and sang. Oh, bloody hell. And then Charlene Spiteri got oh, up and sang. And then I did not do any of karaoke that they night. They should have sat that one out. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, sorry. But the no. thing about karaoke is the worse you are, the better, better it is. Absolutely. So much better. I mean, if yeah. you're a good singer, it's like no point. You just go la, 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 la. Yeah. But if you don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the people who are out of tune. You know, yeah. that's like, this is good karaoke. Yeah. I went to this amazing charity thing ages ago at Ronnie Scott's and they did like a charity karaoke and Nick Cave did Bootylicious, which was probably oh, one of the best karaoke funny. things oh God, I've ever seen amazing. in my life. He couldn't slow it down either, oh, could he? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. I, can't, I can imagine how fantastic that was. Bootylicious had never sounded so profound. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Thank you for letting us be in your lovely offices, share oh, a meal Jeff, with you. you one, I'm going to have one, definitely. And, and so the book is out. The book is out. On the 24th um, of June, I think. Yes. So we've got Meat Free Mondays. Mm -hmm. Let's plug Meat Free Mondays, Linda McCartney Foods. Mm -hmm. We've got the new plant-based milks. We've got the new Linda McCartney Family Cooking Cookbook. Right. And we've got my cooking show, Mary McCartney Serves It Up on Discovery Plus. We've Ooh. covered all the bases there. <laughs> Great. And McCartney 3, oh, out yeah. now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and also the, the, the remix kind of reimagined. Oh, reimagined. Yeah, the reimagined so ones. Yeah. Dominic Fight. Oh, yeah, so Dominic Fight's good. pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, yeah, all of it. You're a busy family. I thought we were quite busy, but yeah, I think the McCartneys have just trumped us. Yeah. Um, thanks but for, thank having you for having us. Mm. Thank you. Thanks yeah, for really. Cooking. Thanks. Thank thanks for, for cooking, Mum. Paul McCartney just had three of your squares, ate all your food, had a lovely time. Mary Mary McCartney's a bit pissed now, I love it. Yeah. It's when she pulled the... <laughs> I love it. Ear. That made me happy, because that was like exactly the kind of thing that I would have done if I was um, able to drink. They are such a lovely duo. Fabulous. What a family. Lovely, lovely family. Not, I'm not going to lie, I'm not proud of our, our little uh, moment. Sorry, darling. I'm sorry too. Listen, listen. But the thing was, she was talking to me <laughs> and I was trying to get food served up. I've got the worst back that ever knew. And what you don't know what? is the fucking microwave didn't work. <laughs> Did you not know? So, the, so they had to go down to the basement to heat the food. Oh, Mum. Drama, yeah. wow, God. I mean, do you know, I'm cooking Sorry. under conditions here. Listen, so well done. So I was already bad-tempered with my back and the microwave. You didn't even let on to them. You are a pro, a consummate professional, Mum. <laughs> no one knows that you have a bad back. That was particularly special. Not it's only wonderful. because we are now left in Paul McCartney's office saying thank you for thank you for coming goodbye and and, and your child's just and, been named. and my <laughs> child has just been named basically Paul McCartney decided on the name I said well my husband really wants this name he said well should I just write it and then it's done deal and I thought I'm going to take that leap of faith because it's Paul McCartney yeah. so now I have a signed book for my son my future son 
And that is the name. And we can say that it was Paul McCartney, a Beatle, that named you. Yeah. Over Chilling on Carney. Thank you, Linda McCartney. And Mary egging him on. Loved yeah. it. It felt like we were in our natural habitat. Yeah, mum. darling. It was lovely. I very much enjoyed this. I've got very ra- rosy cheeks and I haven't even and touched I got the, very rosy I think cheeks. we're all a bit flush from being with uh, with Paul McCartney. A superstar. Um, but yeah, thank you. I hope you all enjoyed that. I'm, I know that you're all going to live for that argument that mum and I had. So mum has asked for it to come out, but it won't because that's going No, Alice I... will make me not sound too bad. And um, I was I working just... under the difficult conditions. I feel like I can breathe now. Basically, we've had a house party in their office and now we're pissing off and yeah. it's been fabulous. And we don't have to wash up. Oh my. <laughs> she said, leave it alone. The music you've heard on Table Manners is by Peter Duffy and Pete Fraser. Table Manners is produced by Alice Williams.